We are live with the first edition of the 2019 SC Sports oh, yeah. NFL Football Let's We got four heads on the mic today. So, my boy, Jack Benny. Jack, how are you doing? Good. How are you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Jack, me and Jack know the Giants fans. You know, die hard, die hard. Throw out our biases out, just, just uh, get them out of the way um, because they will show up throughout the podcast. Uh, Ron Cook, how are we doing? Good, man. Um, yeah, full disclosure, Patriots fan, Yankees fan, uh, Knicks the fan. fuck? Fan. Yeah. See, Parker's already hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Parker's already yeah. yeah. be fun. I'm a uh, Jets fan, Yankees fan. That makes no sense to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get ready. We're going to two um, preseason podcasts where we're going to go over each conference. And then once the season gets going, we're going to drop one per week. Just kind of reviewing the previous weekend and previewing the upcoming weekend. Um, there's a lot of parody in the NFL this season, so it should be some fun. We're going to start with the AFC. Uh, basically, how we're going to do it is we're all going to give our um, expected rankings at the end of the year for the division, um, and then just kind of talk about the main storylines uh, for each team and conference, um, new additions, and maybe some fantasy sleepers. Um, so we'll start with the AFC East, which has been dominated by the Patriots over the past two decades. Um, yeah, unfortunately for you, Parker. If anyone wants to get a fat take off their chest right now and tell me the Patriots aren't going to win the division, uh, the floor is yours because I think I think they're yeah, there's no I, way they're not winning it. Yeah, no way, absolutely no way. It's it's clockwork at this point. I, every year I root for the Patriots to lose, and I just I and they they go down a streak in like the beginning of the season where they'll lose two games like the Dolphins, and everyone's like, oh, this is a year, and then somehow forty year old Tom Brady. Wins thirteen games, and I have no idea how it happens. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I think I think it's pretty crazy. Um, all the social media stuff that's come out, like he's throwing the ball faster, he's running faster than he was at the combine like twenty years ago, which, which kind of defies physics and logic. But yeah, I don't think there's any chance the Patriots don't win this division again. But what I will say is the young quarterbacks on the other three teams are going to be interesting to watch. So that would be storylines. Something to watch with the Patriots, too, is that they had two key free agent, addition lo- I, free agent losses uh, with Trey Flowers, but they did draft uh, Michigan DN <coughs> Chase Winovich. Yeah, that boy's out of, raw. That boy's yeah. raw. Um, sack against Detroit last night, too. Mm-hmm. And then they have Isaiah Wynn that they drafted uh, two years ago from Georgia who hopefully will step up in that role for them, but I hope not. But probably it'll end up happening. He'll be an all-pro tackle. We'll see. And and low-key, they just got Jamie Collins back for next to nothing. And then also, too, they traded for Michael Bennett for next to nothing, too. So two veteran heads in there. They're going to – I don't know, man. The Patriots just always seem to find people out of nowhere. And it's crazy. Barrios, Inman, the wide receiving core has been getting deeper, too. Yeah, Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry, yeah. I don't think – I think Barrios, honestly, will be more of an impact than Harry. Is it because he's white? No, but um, Ben Watson also – we were talking about this yesterday. I think it's kind of a question mark um, for me. Yeah, hasn't Ben Watson been in the league? Like, I feel like he's, like, yeah. got to be, like, upper 30s. Yeah, he came from the Saints, right? Yeah. 
Um, Another one of their sneaky picks for offensive line depth is Yannick Kajus. I know a lot of people in the draft world had him as a second-round pick, yeah. and he managed to fall to 101, but they were able to get him in the third. So, again, just value picks and just key additions that will just haunt me for every year until Belichick is gone. Yeah, that's the Belichick way. I mean, even just, like, already having one of the deeper running back rooms and then adding Damian Harris, like Rex Burkhead, Damian Harris, Sonny Michelle, James White. Dude, they're, they're all the same style player. They all fit the system, too. Like, exactly. Yeah. And, just staying healthy. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so I guess we can move on. I think two through four could go a lot of ways this year. Um, obviously, Parker, I'll let you take the floor because you probably have your Jets finishing second. Yeah. Tell me why you think the Jets are on the rise. All right. I really wish that we started the offseason by firing Mike McCagnin. For some reason, we waited till March, and we let him run our free agency. We would let him run our draft. And I never thought he was a good uh, general manager. Unfortunately. He did, but we're still in a better position than we were last year. We got Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, running back was a huge hole for us. I'm not – running backs are very uh, – a very replaceable position, but when you can have a talent like Le'Veon Bell when we had the cap space that we did, it's definitely an improvement to our roster. Um, our offensive line, we traded for Kalechi Osemele. Sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. Um, our – Line hopefully, was trash. Hopefully, he's not listening. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> listening. Um, Might be. But, but our tr- our offensive line was trash last year. But we got Assembly, and then we got Ryan Khalil. Somehow, our new GM got Khalil to come out of uh, retirement. He's old, but I mean, he's still an upgraded position of what we had. Hopefully, he can be a bridge to the future. Um, and on the defensive side, we were pretty good last year. Um, something our general manager did was he decided to build up the middle. Um, so we're currently lacking at edge rusher, cornerback, but we're dominant at safety with Paul Adams, Marcus May up the middle. We're also dominant at uh, middle linebacker. Um, and then in interior line, obviously, we have Leonard Williams and Quentin Williams up the middle. But the edge of our defense is going to be picked apart, which is what worries me. But I think we should be a 7-9, and 8-8 nine, eight and eight team with good Really? Players. I'm not even a Jets fan, and I re- I'm really high on Jets, Jets this year, and I'll tell you why. C.J. Mosley, two words. Dude went off on the Ravens. I think he was the key reason why the Ravens' defense was so successful last year. Now the Jets got him. I think I'm really high on the Jets. Maybe they can snag a wild card spot. I don't know. I'm having them go second in this division. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they have a lot of talent on defense. Obviously, like Carter said, there are still some holes, um, especially on the edge. Um, I think it just all comes down to Sam Donald in the quarterback position. Absolutely. I think he's good. Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I think he's good. And just how big will that second step be? And when you – I mean, Jameson Crowder was a good addition. And Jameson Crowder, Anunua, um, and Anderson are a decent three. But when you have a young quarterback like that, I think you need like a – a true go-to number one, unless you think a new loss like that. Now, something that's interesting, and it might be a little fantasy tip too, but Sam Darnold and Chris Herndon, our tight end, he unfortunately is serving a four-game suspension for uh, substance abuse, but they have had a very good connection all throughout the preseason. And towards the end of last season, when Darnold was, I think, the highest-rated pro football-focused quarterback the last three weeks of the season, Chris Herndon was getting tons of catches, tons of attention. 
So that's something that should be – it's going to stink because we have a very hard beginning of a schedule, but Chris Hendren will be a huge, huge value to that offense. Okay, Chris Miami. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think they're coming in second in, in, the, in the division. Jay Denny seems like he's pr- pretty high on him. I'm real high. I hope I don't get clowned now, but <laughs> no, let's see. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean seven Dude. wins and nine wins is yeah. kind of splitting hairs, and that's Dude, like – Darnold just – he looked so nice last yeah, night. Like, yeah, yeah. Looked like a young Daniel Jones out there, but yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting. But the Jets are definitely trending uh, in the right direction after struggling for the most part of this decade. Well, when 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 was the Sanchez at the helm taking them to the AFC? 2010. Yeah. So this decade's been a little rough, but yeah, that's why that's why I'm very conservative with my win number because yeah, I always am way too hyped for it. <laughs> Uh, final question about the Jets. Uh, what's your feeling on Adam Gase? Adam Gase is a is a psychopath, <laughs> <laughs> certified psychopath. I don't, I don't know if you saw that athletic article about how his wife gave birth and he was like, "You good?" And she's like, "She's like, yeah, I guess I'm good. I just gave birth to a child." And then she's like, "All right, I'm." Gonna, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go meet with Peyton Manning now." And then Peyton Manning saw him. He's like, "Dude, you just had a kid." <laughs> He's like, I didn't want you to win this one. So, I mean, in, in a sense, it, it's a good change of pace from what we had from Todd Bowles, who kind of lulled you to sleep. Yeah. Um, him and Greg Williams will kind of give a little bit more energy to our team than was given last year. But we'll see how it goes. His record, I think, was 23 and 25 Miami, but we'll see how it goes here. Big football guy, Adam Gase. Adam Gase. Big football yes, guy. You guys see him uh, sniffing uh, <laughs> salt on the sideline last night? Yeah, it was <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> Dude, he looks like he looked like one of those the Tom Hanks in Castaway. Really, is what he looked like. That long ass beard. Weird, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll move on. I think uh, who who thinks uh, who do y'all think is going to finish third in the division? Are we consensusly one two? Yeah. Jets. Yeah. 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 I think so. And then I, I, the Bills. Bills are easy third. Yeah, easy second. third. Easy the, third. Miami's dumpster fire this year. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Um. I agree, and it, I mean, it, 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 it starts with Josh Allen, but getting Ed Oliver to fall to them uh, when going into the season, he was like projected to be no less than a top three pick, is is not what I'm looking for. And I don't want to be cliche, but it, it's hype if you're a Bills fan. Um, Marshall Barrett, obviously gone. They got to build up the tackle position again, and Ed Oliver's a guy that can get a multiple yeah, I agree. And now, now I'm not going to say this because I'm a Jets fan and I hate the Bills, but I've never been high on Josh Allen. I've never been high on him at yeah. all. I think he showed promise. He's, yeah, he's, towards the end of the season, he kind of he kind of he showed promise, but he's he's more of a runner than a passer. And, and it's it's a lot of people don't realize that, but a lot of his success came out of the pocket, like when he hurdled the who do you, I think it was Anthony Barr from the Vikings. Yeah, like, Barr, yeah. like his running numbers were insane, but his throwing numbers were trash. He had the lowest yeah. completion percentage in the league, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe him or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, fifty three percent is terrible. And I don't know how you could just and they did granted get a better receiving core this year, but I'm really don't think he's going to be a elite passer at any point in his career. Given who's his, running the Who's running the ball for Buffalo behind Shady? So we so we got TJ Yeldon, Frank Gore, and they just drafted Devin Singletary out of FAU. Oh, Devin Singletary yeah. kind of went off. So okay. hot take, hot take. I know Sing- it's- Singletary might be my sleeper. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 
Cool okay. McCoy's always getting hurt. So, like, yeah. for fantasy, you yeah, have to love. fucked me. Dude, like, two fucking years. But he could be. He could be a gem. He could be a gem just but, late in, like, 10th round. Shady McCoy just sitting there just because mm-hmm. of, you know, the long list of injuries year after year. But also, too, this is a real, real early hot take. But if he gets cut, I would not be surprised. TJ, I mean, TJ Yeldon's yeah, like, have a, enough depth at that yeah. position, man. Well, I mean, Frank Gore, like, Frank Gore how, long, yeah. how, how much longer is Frank Gore going to be playing? You know, he's been playing since I was like, <laughs> how many years is he? <laughs> but I think, I think what's yeah. going to win them games is their defense. Their defense is pretty I, mean. I agree. I agree. Very, pretty well rounded. Uh huh. We should have ranked yeah. AFC defenses too. They'd probably be one or two. At the top, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, what? You have Mika Hyde and Poyor yeah. in the back. Like, that's, that's one of the better safety teams yeah. in the league. What is it? Jermaine Edmonds good up middle. Ed right. Oliver coming up. Yeah, Ed Oliver. Um, what team is uh, – they have Shaq Lawson, too. What team is um, – what team did Darius go to? Marshall Darius. I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Uh, because I think Ed Oliver is just going to take over his role. Uh, just yeah, he's, he's with the Jaguars now. The Jags? Yeah. I mean, he just – he plugged the middle and, like, completely stopped the run – like from the whole, he he, he shaped the yeah. offense on what they had to do because he was just such a run plug. Uh, so uh, they're hoping yeah. all they're going to say. Yeah. Anything else about the Bills? Cole Cole, Cole Beasley, like. Yeah. No, dude, might do well up there. All right. Well, let's let's get a checklist going. Short white. You got to ask. Does he play for the Patriots? Yes or no? No, he uh, doesn't. So unfortunately, no. not a fantasy guy. Not maybe he uh, has one or two big catches. I know he always does against the late Giants. round. I mean, late round pick. He's not a deep threat, but PPR yeah. leagues. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna catch a lot of balls. That's that's true. Um, yeah, but I, I, I mean, kind of when it was exciting to get on the challenge, like training, he's like trucking people over and like and his giant hands, yeah, and big hands, and he looks good in shorts. Yeah, yeah. but when you actually like look at the numbers: fifty-three percent completion percentage, ten touchdowns, twelve interceptions, QBR fifty-two point three, was second to last in the league. Like he did have um, six hundred thirty rushing yards, but. <laughs> he, did, he did truck a player, though. He, just, <laughs> he, did truck a player. <laughs> he did truck a player. But he's like a poor man's Cam Newton, and he's going to get hurt. In my really? Um, he's a really poor man's Cam Newton. Running ball like that, he's going to get hurt. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays in 10 games this year, bangs up a shoulder or something. No way. You don't think so? Seems no. tough. Non-West kid. You're comparing him to Nam. Cam Newton, I, I give him more of a Ben Roethlisberger, a little more mobile Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, that's what he's way more mobile Ben Roethlisberger. Well, I mean, it's like Daniel Jones. He's, he's Eli Manning, but he's way more mobile. I just feel like when you're taking all those hits, like if yeah. that's well, only, how many rush yards did he have last? Six hundred thirty-one on eighty-nine attempts. So it was like over seven to carry. He was like, uh, what's that compared to other quarterbacks? Do you know what? How many? Like, what's that compared uh, to other? Compared to other yeah. I'll look. Um, I assume, like, Lamar Jackson was the only one that was close because Newton didn't yeah. play that much last year. But, I mean, Lamar Jackson went in, what, like week five, week six? Yeah, he went in later, too. Uh, Lamar Jackson led the league with 697. Allen was second. Okay. And then Watson and then Newton. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think the Bills are going to be interesting just because 
Josh, it's good to talk to you. And it's always fun to watch you right here. And it's always fun to watch you. Yeah, I don't have anything more on the Bills. So we'll go to Dolphins, who I think. This is probably I agree, Parker. The Dolphins are hot trash. They don't know what they're doing at quarterback. I, I, I like the move to get Rosen just because I saw I see still see potential in him, uh, and that's why, especially because they, I mean, they got him. Now. The front got him. Now. They have no chance of any playoff push this year. There's no point in starting this magic. Just get it to Rosen. Let him develop in six games. Sorry. But but what if he just pulls off like like he did in Tampa to say start off four games? Yeah, but yeah, but they finished seven and nine though. So like, this magic is good. For, like, you uh, could argue that was because they had the whole Jameis controversy. Then they were like had forced to put Jameis in, and then they didn't want to take him out. Like, I, I think it's I think it's a case of would you rather put in an older guy who gives you a better chance to win, but your odds to make the playoffs are still like ten or fifteen percent. Or would you rather have those odds be like 2% but put in a young guy who could maybe develop into something? I mean, I would much rather start Rosen. I think there's absolutely yeah, no reason to start. Yeah. I um, mean, I'm, I'm just excited to see how that Preston Williams and Josh Rosen Preston combination Williams. goes. Yes, you alone, Preston Williams. Shout oh. out. Um, who, so, uh, running back, they still have Kenyon Drake. Um, but yeah, so – yeah, that's brutal. That's, that's, Friday party. They, didn't, they didn't draft any wideouts this year. Preston Williams. Uh, oh, he's he's drafted. Drafted. No wideouts. They drafted two running backs in the seventh. <sighs> two running backs in the seventh. Yeah, that. <laughs> they get a draft grade. I wish we had. Fun. Yeah, Parker. What 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 did their first couple rounds look like this year? All right, so they drafted Christian Wilkins, which I know you and I have different different opinions on. Um, out of Clemson, D-tackle, which I really feel like wasn't that big of a position of need. It was kind of just a best player available pick. Yeah. Um, well, they have so many needs. But anyway, uh, Michael Dieter, um, guard out of Wisconsin. Andrew Van Ginkle, linebacker out of Wisconsin. Isaiah Prince, tackle out of Ohio State, which is a good value pick at sixth round. And then two running backs from Auburn and Washington. So it's not a, not a flashy draft at all. Nothing really – I just see no optimism here. Yeah, I'm with you. I I could see them winning like two games. I mean, yeah. there's just there's really no talent on this roster. Like, there's gonna be no like miracle in Miami. Yeah. Like, which is which is very interesting to me because Miami's finished with like the thir- I think they what were they seven and nine last year. Uh yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah seven and, and, nine. and they had a very similar roster that they had last year with Adam Gase and I they're gonna be hot trash this year so. Hopefully that gives me optimism as a Jets fan that Adam Gase can do a lot with a little talent, and we have more talent than them. So hopefully, uh-huh. maybe he could turn something there. Yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like there's not really much more to add about the Dolphins. Uh, I got I got one more thing. This is my this is my fantasy sleeper on the Dolphins. I think right, I was talking good. to him about uh, TL yesterday, but. Kind of gives me a little bit of George Kittle vibes. Maybe could break out. I don't know. Second year player, Mike Gesicki. Yeah. I Ooh, think that, I like that. that I like that. Part. I think he might, you know, get touches at the least. You know, I mean, there's got to be someone who gets touches. Yeah, there's going to be some volume there. I think he could be pretty consistent, but I wouldn't take him until late in the drafts. Nothing. Don't reach on him, but could be something. Yeah. So he could be their number one, Rosen's number one target. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Very possible. Uh, 
I don't think Rosen's never been a tight end heavy guy, and I don't think Miami's ever been a tight end heavy organization. Granted, with new head coaching and stuff, we'll see how it goes. But he's just—he's just a matchup problem. I don't—I don't know. You can't even. He's just a matchup problem. Um, All right. So, wrapping up the AFC East. Any more comments? We had Patriot first, Jets second, Bills and Dolphins rounding out. That was consensus across the board. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just going to be another year where the Patriots dominate, and it's going to be a bunch of mediocreness after that. Great. Bowl champs. Looking likely. We'll transition to the AFC North. Um, the Steelers lost the division last year. Um, obviously, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson surged on at the end. Baker Mayfield and the New York Browns um, are looking good. And then the Bengals are bangling. Uh, <laughs> I think this is the most interesting division in football this year. You have three I, real yeah, contenders. Real contenders. Um, all right, let's just go around before we even break anything down. Who do y'all have one in the division? We'll go one by one. Yeah, one by one. Uh, I have the Cleveland Browns at ten and six. Okay. Ah, uh, shit. I- for me, I don't think the Ravens are going to win it. I think it's going to be between the Steelers and the Browns. Um, I don't. I, I really am surprised with how many people are sleeping on the Steelers this year, but I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Browns too at ten and six. I just the Browns look way too good on paper. They look way too good on paper. I don't know if it's too good to be true, but they just oh, they're just stacked. I mean, I'd, I'd have to be crazy not to take them. So I think I. Yeah, I would definitely go with the Browns. I'm on the Steelers, dude. I think I I I, I think the Browns are going to finish third in the division. No Maybe way. Could be a no bias way. in here. No way. Uh, no, no way. I, I do. I I could see that. I could very well see that happening. I think they have a very very toxic, potentially toxic locker room. You have Antonio and OBJ. OBJ, Sheldon Richardson, Baker's kind of an asshole. You have a lot of person at Jarvis Landry. Oh, that's <laughs> bias. <laughs> well, dude, he was just – he was rated so much higher than any other rookie quarterback last year. It, like, he set himself apart from everyone. He was the only Browns quarterback to have a non-losing season in how many years? Like, yeah. you can't look past that. All right. All right. I, think yeah. this, okay, go on. I think the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns are all going to finish in the 8-11 to 11 win range. And I could see it, them finishing any order like that. Um, I I definitely believe this team this division is going to get two teams in the playoffs. Um, in the Browns and Steelers. I think it's going to be the Steelers and the Ravens, but I don't think the Ravens. Um, I don't think so either. It depends if Lamar Jackson gets figured out. All right, but you uh, three you guys had the Browns finishing first, so we can we can break that down. Um, obviously, a lot of moves this offseason. Freddie Kitchens in as full time head coach. Baker Mayfield back for year two. Um, Olivier Vernon and OBJ from the Giants. RIP. RIP, RIP. Um, but yeah, I, like you said, I like what the Browns are doing on paper. You, you can't beat that. But what Parker said, I do think some of that toxicity will enter if they start losing. If they lose, people are dropping passes. People are dropping passes. And I'm not yeah. saying on Freddie Kitchens. Like, I like him as, like, maybe an offensive coordinator or, like, I don't even I agree. I, I think he's more of a motivator than an X's and O's guy. And if if you have a motivator at head coach, then you need strong X's and O's coordinators. 
And something that we forgot to mention too was another huge addition was Greedy Williams in the second round. I agree. Yeah. Greedy he looked Williams. like shit last night, though. He was making he was making some big tackles though, and that was his biggest criticism coming out was that he couldn't tackle, and he was oh he was, he was blowing coverages. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like that's just rookie. That's rookie stuff. Yeah, sure, it. and it's preseason. This is the time to learn. But um, yeah, they got him at a, at a good pick too. Um, I yeah, agree. 46. Something I have um, in my notes is that I, I agree. I think this is going to be a frustrating year for them, where they have all the weapons that they think they need, um, and they're just not going to click for maybe like the first half of the season or so, give or take. But um, yeah. I ten and six. I oh, okay. Well, I don't, I disagree with that. I think that if they don't click the first half of the year, it's going to be it's going to be a shit show. I think it's going to be terrible. But I think if they get up, if they start out hot, they're making the playoffs. But if they start out cold, if Jeff Sunday night week three, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Steelers Steelers Browns week one this year too. Yeah. I got it right here. So no regular season, they have the Titans. Uh, All right. Or yeah, no, they have the time. Well, I mean, dude, they have the best edge rushing duo in the league. I mean, oh, oh. in the case of JJ Watt, Davion Clowney, but Black, Olivier sorry. Vernon and Miles Garrett. Olivier Vernon had seven sacks in eleven games. That is ridiculous. On the Giants, bro, like that is an insane. I got him next to nothing. They traded Kevin Tyler, and they already had Austin Corbett that was trying to step into that hole. And that O line is amazing. So then. Top to bottom, good O-line. Denzel Ward, we haven't even talked about Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward is locked down. I, I'm just really high on them, I, and I hate it. I hate to say it because I got bad blood with OBJ, but damn, they look way I'd say they have a top three pass rushing duo in the league. Chargers? Chargers is one. Okay, then, okay. Uh, no, you no. could also make an argument for the Saints, but uh, uh, top three for sure. I yeah, looking at them on paper, they're talented, and and I'm just gonna go back to it. I hope it talks into the answers of the locker room, um, because other than that, I mean, they're bad. They want to punch and job and hunt. One of the best in the league. Yeah. They have one of the better lines in the league. And Joker seven up a tight end, and one of the better one two yeah. receiving duos in the league. And yeah, yeah sure. the end, OBJ. In the back end, Denzel Ward and Demarius Randall, like those are two Pro Bowlers right there. Um, with, like you said, Greedy Williams, he has all the potential in the world. Uh, so, so I want to hear what, what y'all think. Uh, you three have the Browns finishing first. Who do you think is finishing second? I have Steelers easy second. Easy second. I, I don't think Lamar Jackson can have close to the amount of success he had last year. What do, you, what, do, what do you think uh, they, they'll finish at, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, like their total record? Yeah, at the end of the season. Uh, uh, probably 9-7. Yeah. 9-7. Nine, yeah. I agree. Maybe 10-6. and six. Um, Well, I had the Ravens finishing second in the FC North, but I'm <laughs> looking at it now on paper. I don't know. No, nah, that's a good pick. It's a yeah, good pick. I think the Ravens' defense is really good. It, yeah. it just comes down to uh, is Lamar Jackson going to stay a one-trick pony? Because the advantage that he had last year was that Defenses didn't really have time to prepare for him because he just kind of thrust it in there. But after a whole offseason and 10-plus 10, 10 games of film on him, if he still can only just really run the ball, they're going to have an issue. Uh, Mark yeah, R- RG3 had that problem too. Yeah, 
Exactly. It, it's the RG3 problem. I mean, Mark Ingram's a great addition at the running back position. They're going to run a lot of RPOs because, um, I mean, they were picking up chunks of yardage with Gus the Bus and Dixon. <laughs> so if Mark Ingram can just – I mean, I mean, he is a better player than both those guys. So, I mean – Yeah. Yeah. They did, they did draft Marquise Brown. I think that will help him out a little bit. But – I mean, who's so the last elite receiver the Ravens have had since like Corey Smith? Like, yeah, Steve Smith, Steve Smith. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I guess. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> but uh, I, my biggest fantasy sleeper on this Ravens team is uh, Mark Andrews. Thirty-four receptions, five hundred fifty-two yards. Three TDs, rookie. I mean, just a jam. Another late round dart, you could say. But I don't know. He just kind of flourished last year in his yeah. rookie year. I mean, no, I see that. That's why the tight end depth that the Ravens have. That's why I don't think the lack of depth at receiver is going to be an issue. Like with Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews, uh-huh. and Boyle, those are all like three guys who basically have the hands of an outside receiver. Yeah. What are we thinking about the Steelers now? I think Big Ben's going to be cut back with vengeance after last season. Yeah. Uh, all the volatility in the locker room now that Le'Veon Bell and A.B. are out. Oh, relax, relax. Le'Veon, Le'Veon was a mediator in all of that. He was the good guy. Okay, but, okay. I don't care what you think about him, but it didn't help him. He was, it was like the whole season. Was like, was yeah. Like coming back and she was sitting over their head. And it didn't really matter, honestly, because James Conner went on. Yeah, absolutely. Out. Yeah. Um, and I don't really see James Conner as, like, a, a really even a top 15 back. But he's going to be a yeah. top 15 back. Yeah, top 15. Because he's going to be, like, a top five or seven fantasy back because of the offensive line. I think if you're behind, like, a, a, a battle line, I think he'd just be another rookie. I've seen some people listing him as a bust this season. But no. I just when's when's the last year – a Steelers running back hasn't been good in fantasy. Yeah. Like they made D'Angelo well, it was Williams Bell before. Yeah, D'Angelo yeah. Williams was raw. It goes back to even like Rashard Mendenhall. Yeah, Mendenhall. And then whenever D'Angelo Williams would come in, yeah, all out. exactly. But that's all on the O line, though. Exactly. Yeah, they've just always had a good O line. So you'd be ridiculous not to take Connor. You know, early. Like you got to take him at least by the second round. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. They kicked their season off. Uh, yeah, against the Patriots. Steelers Patriots week one. Is that a, a prime time game? Yeah, it has to be a prime time. Yeah, there's it. No it's Sunday. Eight, it's the first, it's the first game of the season. Probably like Rams. Yeah, it's, they do like the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. My most looking forward to for the Steelers though was uh, week five against the Ravens. I think that divisional matchup. Yeah. It's gonna test. Um, Test uh, Lamar also against decent defense. TJ Watt is his dog. Um, yeah, but that's kind of I have my uh, sleepers. Dante Moncrief, Vince McDonald. Yeah, I think I think I think James Washington Moncrief. Who do you think it's the? Uh, who do you think it's wide receiver too? Because I think James Washington is he's you know he's a low key player. You get him late or just pick him up early in the year. But I think. You take over that number two. But Juju has the potential to be number one fantasy wide receiver. 
think he does. I think he does too. Do, yeah. 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 No, yeah. But the thing is, that's why someone like Don Moncrief or James Washington yeah. is going to have to step up because if they're putting two on Juju every yeah. single play. But he hasn't seen that yet. He hasn't seen exactly. that yet, you know. But I, I, I'm a Juju believer. Um, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm definitely a Juju He's believer. like 22 years old. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's fun as hell. He went to prom with some random dude. Yeah. They wore matching suits. What do you mean? <laughs> How could you not have fun like at a party or anywhere and be not? And but like, he's like all over social media and stuff. Yeah. Like he's a yeah. likable guy too. He's yeah. like kind of the. But it doesn't. He's not. It's not coming. Drama. You know, Benny Snell got drafted this year. Yeah, from Kentucky. Yeah. Is he I, their backup? Is he even their backup? He's like third on their depth chart. Okay. Uh, yeah. Benny Snell. Much, but he had a hell of a year, didn't he? I know. Yeah, I probably would have. Almost two thousand yards. Another year in college. Parker, what year did Snow or what round did Snow go in? Uh, let me check it out. Because yeah, I mean that could be like a seriously good pickup. All these this uh, draft class um, for running backs is extremely deep. Like, uh, what's his face out of Memphis? Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson on the Rams. Yeah, he's he's gonna be nice. Yeah, he could be good. Um, yeah, I mean the Steelers once again have a good defense too. So I. I think it's just going to be a dogfight at the top of the AFC North. He got drafted in the fourth round. Fourth? I mean, that's, that's good value. So, so let me ask you all this. Since we're at a consensus that Browns, Ravens, Steelers, it could really end up, you know, I guess you guys aren't too high on the Ravens as I am. Do you all think that they could all end like 10 and 6, 9 and 7, 8 and 8, or like, and only one of these teams gets in, even though they're all three, you know, look pretty I good. I think that's very good possibility, Bethany. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think so, too. I think uh, whoever doesn't win the AFC West and the Chargers and the Chiefs is going to be the number one wild card. Um, but I, th- I, I think this team is going to get two, two uh, teams in the playoffs just because I don't think the AFC wild card, like, when it gets down to it, I don't think it's going to be, like, that big of a fight. Like, we already said from the AFC East, I mean, Denny, you were high on the Jets, but I don't know if any other team besides the Patriots is making it there. And then the AFC South, there's a bunch of question marks, too. Um, so I think AFC. I mean, I know we'll get to it, but AFC South. I think you know Jags and Colts. Jags can come back from a few seasons ago. I mean, who knows? But we'll get to I, that. I think it's hugely important for all of these teams, and I think if this doesn't happen, they probably won't make the playoffs. But you have to sweep the Bengals. You have um, to. Sweep yeah. the Bengals. If you lose a game to the Bengals, yeah. that's just yeah. such a stab. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, we can briefly touch on the Bengals. Um, I don't know anything to say. Dude, they, their draft was one of, one of the worst in the league. I mean, it sucks. They got Jonah Williams. He's nice, but wow, what a 30 up first round quarterback has gotten hurt before this started. But I mean, they drafted Ryan Finley in the fourth round. Like, what a waste of a fourth yeah. round pick. You have Andrew Sample in the second. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, what do you, I don't know. Zach Taylor. That, that's a new coach, right? He drafted Michael yeah. Jordan at 136. So. <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe some luck there. Yeah. I mean, Zach, I feel like Zach Taylor could just be, like, terrible. Yeah. They just hired him, hired him because he was under McVay. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I'm not sold on that. I'm not even close to sold on Andy yeah. Dalton. AJ Green's getting hurt every their, year. Their defense, their defense, defense is, is hot average. Hot average. Uh, average. What about William Jackson? What about William Jackson? <laughs> I guess DB William Jackson is pretty nice. Uh, average. I mean, he's not, but I mean, 
the rest of their unit's yeah. kind of bad. So yeah, yeah. they got like a few like big names like Carlos American, but everyone's been like Carlos Dunstan's gonna be the best yeah. in the league for like six seasons. <laughs> Constantly average, so I think the Bengals are going to be less than average. I think they're going to win like five games, but um, I, I mean, Joe Mixon's going to be a top back. Yeah, even with that yeah. terrible line too. Yeah, I mean, Tyler, Tyler Boyd had a little breakout last season. Yeah, I think he'll continue that. I mean, AJ Green's not going to see more than eight games. Like, he healthy right now? No, yeah. no, I just got hurt again. And John Ross, what do you guys think about John Ross? 21 receptions, seven oh. touchdowns last year. The thing is, the thing, he's like one of those guys that you stash on your bench and you play like yeah. you have a bunch of injuries. Yeah. Oh, we'll edit that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. If you have a bunch of injuries, just because... But he, dude, he was the ninth overall pick in 2017. Yeah, but he, 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 he's he fast. Gonna, like, catch, like, he's going to go off for like 175 yards, like four catches and two touchdowns, because all he does is Catch two balls for touchdowns. Um, he's not going to give you volume receptions. And he's injury prone too. Yeah, injury prone. Uh, any any thoughts on Eifert? I'm completely staying away from him. No, hell no. No. Yeah. He's played 14 games in the past three seasons. Dude, I was hyped last year. Started off, he had like a touchdown his first two games. I was like, let's go. And then like, I was like, oh, this is why. Yeah, he had that one good year in like 20. Fantasy's yeah. better when he's healthy, but yeah, I mean. Well, he's gonna stay on the board for a while. You could stash him also. Yeah, I could be another stash. There's just there's just too many like tight ends that might go off. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't even. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Go. I mean, especially like your guy from Miami. Like he's a better. I think he's a better deep round stash than than Eifert. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Um, all right. So, any closing thoughts on the AFC North? Um, I think we all think the top is going to be pretty interesting with a lot of parity, to say the least. Yeah, I'm not 100% sold on the Browns winning. I'm not like I'm not very confident in anyone certainly winning. So. Agreed. All right, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll transition to the AFC South. Dave's just saying, uh, you like the Jags this year? You think Nick Foles is the deal? I mean, he's he's a systematic player. He has to he has to fit the system, and he'll fit it, you know, perfectly. He's not the guy that's going to go in there and do things his own way. He's not a Russell Wilson. He's not going to be able to create. He's got to go in there and be a systematic player. And if the Jags give him a good system like they did with freaking Blake Bortles, who brought him to the AFC championship oh. game, like, and this defense is only getting better. They got Josh Allen just handed to them. Yeah. Uh, and Jawan Taylor. Yeah. Like around. There's a lot of – Oh, that was a great there. pick. Yeah. yeah, a lot of mock drafts had him taking them seven. So, I mean – and year after year, they always – like, they got Yannick and Dockway third round, I think, in, like, 2016. Like, they drafted very well, and I think – and I, I'm, I'm picking the Colts. I, I can't not pick the Colts in this division, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags won, too. Because every year, it, it flips every year. But You have the Jags second? I have the Jags second, yes, I do. Really? Yeah. I think it's going Colts. In front of the Texans. No. Yeah. Dude, I mean – Look how they drafted this year, and look look how much better. I don't think they got better than after the offseason. They drafted Titus Howard in the first round. <laughs> like, come on. That was a reach He's not, not going to fix anything. Their line's still going to be shite. I mean, it's. I think it's a slight upgrade to what they've had. I think something that's very interesting that we haven't talked about that I should have mentioned with the Jets is that Trent Williams with the Redskins is saying he's not coming back at all. And it's it's not because he wants more money. It's because he – does not like the training staff. He says, get rid of the training staff or trade me. I don't want to be here. 
So I think the Texans are one of those teams that could reach out who just trade for Duke Johnson, by the way. That's true. Um, for a third round pick. So what do you guys think? Trent Williams from the Redskins, 31 years old, perennial pro bowler. What do you think you, they would offer him up? What, what you get for him? I mean, yeah. so the age is an issue, but this season and next season, he's still going to be one of the better tackles in the league. And so for a team like the Texans, who they got to believe they're right, they're right there with a the quarterback like Deshaun Watson and Hopkins out wide. I think, yeah. I think, I don't know if I'd, I wouldn't give up a first, but. I, I would I would go as much as a second. Oh, no. No, you don't think – I'd go for, like – I'd, I'd give a second. Update. What? Well, well update on Antonio Callaway. What's the breaking – oh, yeah, I saw that. He's suspended four games. Richard Higgins. Yeah, it was my Higgins. sleeper. Let's go. <laughs> Rams. Big year for the Rams. In the See end. that touchdown? I mean, two CSU boys went out last night. I mean, Preston Williams. We thrive in the preseason. We do. We do thrive in preseason. <laughs> we'll get – I mean, Gallup's going to go off. He's going to yeah. go off. Well, anyway, back, back to the Texans. So, <laughs> you were saying – I'm getting excited. For I, would give a, I would give up like a, like a two and a five, maybe. I absolutely would. I think the yeah. value that he brings to their terrible, terrible offensive line would be yeah. huge. And I think he could sort of mentor Titus Howard instead of just, you know, throwing him out there. That would be huge. Kind of like Andre Dillard and uh, Jason Peters on the Eagles. I think that would be – a good move for them, definitely. Especially Titus Howard coming from a small school, smaller school in Alabama State. Uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly. But what do you think? What do you think about their defense? Because I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical about their secondary. Texans. Yeah. Texans are always a team that I feel like just figures it out on defense. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you have pressure coming from the edge, obviously with JJ Watt and Clowney, but they always just somehow are above average, figured out good enough for a playoff defense. But then the first round. Yeah, they get, yeah, they get dropped in the first round. But still, they, they are always good enough to be there. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Jonathan Joseph is getting old. I remember when they got him from the Bengals like four, four years ago. Didn't, they, didn't so, they lose Kareem Jackson too? Um, I think that, yeah, they did. Where is, where is Kareem now? Uh, I, I don't want to say a team, but I, wanna, I think he's on the Rams. They have Bradley Roby. Um, I guess it's all right. But, yeah, I, oh, I, I, I agree. Too. Oh, he's on the Broncos. That's right. Kareem Jackson. All their defensive production has got to come from the pressure up front, even like Whitney Merciless at the linebacker position. Um, and I also think the Texans believe they can outscore a lot of teams mm-hmm. with Deshaun Watson, Hopkins, Lamar Miller, Will Fuller. Will Fuller going to be ready week one? Who knows, man. I mean, he's so good when he's on the field, but yeah. – I don't know. What about Kiki QT? I, I think you're too high on him. Kiki QT, really? He hasn't uh, like impressed. I mean, PPR or... leagues, PPR leagues. I mean, he puts up receptions. He puts up receptions, but I don't know if he moves the needle for me. Really? Is that your fantasy sleeper right there, Kiki QT? I mean, for the Texans, yeah, dude. They're they're an air raid offense. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins obviously is gonna. Get the whole entire freaking defense covering him, but I mean, UT's going to see some. He's going to see some targets. Well, well, the thing I'm looking at looking at his game logs last year. He had 11 receptions in week four, and he had 17 the other 15 weeks. Yikes! He he racks those receptions up. (laughs) They're calling me down. They're calling. I think uh, (laughs) it's not not sleeper, but if Deshaun Watson stays healthy, 
he could be a top fantasy quarterback just because what he produces on the ground. And like, the he was extra, fourth rushing, he was what? For, yeah, he was behind fourth. Josh Allen. Bro. Yeah, but like the extra, <laughs> the extra five points a game you get on the ground can be the difference in a fantasy. That's contract. true, okay. and it raises your ceiling. Like, the, yeah. all the other guys have to put it up just with their arm. But if Watson rushes for fifty yards a game, which he did last year, um, and yeah, I think that adds good value. So, so we we, we kind of uh, washed over this. Who do you have winning the division? I have the Colts. 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 But after that, I think we got – I'm going to stir the pot a little bit. If you say the Tennessee Titans. I have Colts going 10-6, and six, winning the AFC South, then the Texans-Titans. Oh, my. You're putting the, the Titans on the Jags? I think I'm – I do think Nick Foles will do well in Jacksonville. Oh I, and I do think he's a good quarterback, even though – I think the Titans might be better than the Jags too. I think the Titans and Jaguars are both going to go seven to nine. I could see that. Yeah. I think the Colts and Texans are going to duke it out at the top for yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, the Colts, dude. Now that they have an O line and a healthy Andrew Luck, like, I, think, yeah. I mean, that division's always been close, though. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it always has been. There, there's never a team that goes like thirteen and three, and there's never a team. I mean, okay, there have been teams that go. Three and thirteen, but as of recent years, I don't believe so. Yeah, it's all yeah. They're all kind of in like the seven to ten yeah. eleven yeah. range. And I mean, but that's why like one or two games can can be so crucial at the beginning of the season. Um, I guess we can just quickly touch on the Colts because we all have them winning the division. Like I said, the O line is awesome, and which it wasn't for so long. Um, and now that Andrew Luck has a good O line. Fun, they got Funches to compliment T.Y. Hilton. I'm really hard. Dark horse, dark horse. Yeah, I yeah, and I'm, I, I'm, I've always been really. You're out on Funches. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not super high, but I think he provides I think, value. I think he provides value. I, I just feel like he used to drop a lot of passes in Carolina. I don't know, like if I'm just making that up. Um, but I, I think Dante Foreman will probably move into. I want Marlon Mack. Not I know, I know Marlon Mack yeah. is gonna. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not taking a Colts running back in fantasy this year. Dude, Marlon Mack was a baller. Well, they got Marlon Mack, Naheem Hines. They had Spencer Ware too, and they just got Deontay Foreman. I I could trust Marlon Mack this year. Okay. Uh, I guess I guess I'm a nine four one bias. Yeah. Bias. I mean, if I'm if I'm if I see you know Josh Jacobs who has basically no competition to get touches that's fair and marlon mack i'm gonna go josh jacobs even though i don't it's his first year and i don't know the raiders are so dysfunctional we'll get to them later but <laughs> um do we have any issue with the colts defense darius leonard do you guys think he's gonna take a step forward or step i back? think it's hard to take a step forward yeah, I, I, I agree I that's what i'm saying but i think he's i think he'll still be good i don't think he's gonna be a first team all pro again agree yeah i agree with that yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, this offense is, is so good. Malik Hooker is a baller in the back, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. They drafted uh, Rocky Austin. Yes. Second day guy. And who's their other DB they got? Was it uh, Pierre Desir? Is that how you say it? I don't know. I don't, I'm, 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 I don't, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he's cold. Pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, Adam Collins, he went to Lindenwood, so I don't know. It's a tough story. Well, the, the Colts drafted Paris Campbell. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That will be interesting. I mean, he might 
Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have a few big plays, I think, here and there, just because Funches and Ty Houghton, who I good third round guy to draft in fantasy, I think. Ty, yeah, I think I think would he be around in the third? I don't I would, think. I don't think. Well, dude, I mean, I just did a mock draft. He was around. I took him fourth round actually in a, one of my mock drafts. He'll be, he'll be around. Yeah, he'll be. He, he'll he'll drop. You'd be surprised because there's big name guys. He's been he's been injury prone in the past, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, that's true. That's, but, dude, uh, him and Luck is another yeah. duo. I think another problem that they've had in the past that they addressed in the draft was edge rusher. Um, they got Ben Bonogu out of uh, TCU. I know some people weren't as high on this pick, but I think mm-hmm. at least it's a shot in the dark. Yeah, Gary Patterson always produces. Yeah, good. that's what I was gonna say. TCU has a very good developmental program. Like they. They make them pros down there in Texas. You know? Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, anything else on the Colts? I guess we can just quickly touch on the Titans. Uh, well, yeah, I think uh, the Colts, like, <clears throat> excuse me, as a team will just be, like, a fun team to watch this season. Looking at their schedule, they have so many, Q, like, good QB showdowns. Um, my looking forward to was week one versus the Chargers. Yeah. I think that's going to set the tone. Um, God, it's exciting. Yeah, I just think uh, the Colts will be fun to watch this season. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. They're going to have a fun offense. A lot of, they have a ton of speed on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so, I guess the Titans, we all have the Titans finishing third or fourth. Um, Dude, I, I think they could potentially be the worst team in the league if Mariota is. Because I think, I think Mariota is. Hot take. I mean – Maybe maybe Ryan Tannehill comes in and is their lord. Yeah, Tannehill's like, he's not a bad backup. I mean, but if Mariota continues the year he had last year behind that offensive line, which is one of the best in the league, he has Corey Davis, he has Derek Henry, he has Deion Lewis. Like, he has the weapons. Their defense has been nice. The past yeah, they have years. a top 10 defense for sure. Their defense, I mean, he's just not produced. He's not an elite level quarterback. Yeah. And if they start off zero and five, zero and four, they lock them, you know, turn to shambles. But I, I kind of see what you're saying, just because like when you don't have a high level quarterback, your ceiling is way lower. But the talent on this team, I, I, don't, I think that they're going to win at least five games, which is going to keep them. I think, um, yeah, away from the bottom of the division because the talent, besides like whether you like Marcus Mariota or not, like the talent they have on the defense is legit, and then. Like, Corey Davis kind of showed out last year. And like you mentioned with Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry, it's a solid one-two punch. Yeah, and they drafted A.J. Brown out of Mississippi. Yeah. 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 I think he's the, the best wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Um, really? And an oh. interesting pick, their first-round pick, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Good pickup. Good pickup. Wasn't pick he up. the one that was, like, beating on, like, some woman? Remember that? No, I don't. I don't know about that. But he uh, he got injured. I think he tore either Achilles or hamstring. Or one something. of the dude. One of the Mississippi State. I think it was Simmons. It came out. Well, regardless if it is or not, he's going to be out until the end of the year. If they yeah, somehow do make the playoffs, uh, he'll be there. And he's, he is a beast. that's crazy. And they have Jarrell Casey too, my boy. Dude, and the, dude, they're back four. Yeah, dude, and they just got they just got Amani Hooker. Is that Malik Hooker's brother? Uh, Zach, I don't know why you're saying they're going to be the worst team in the league. But, <laughs> I, I said, okay, I, this is what I have in my notes. This is what I have in my notes. Potentially, bottom. 
tier team, and then I just kind of went and said it could. Be yeah, bad. I think I think they could potentially be a bottom tier team just because. Yeah. I should have said that. That's less so hard. Yeah. yeah, but no, you got you got to get the click somehow. You got job to take. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so I guess we can move on to the final division, the AFC West. Um, obviously. The Raiders will be interesting. I think we can all agree that one, two, and whatever order is going to be Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Anyone? Well, who do you guys have finishing first? Chiefs, eleven and five. Chiefs. Yeah, yeah Chiefs. I, I think to, I have the Chargers going ten and six. I want to say the Chargers. I think the Chargers are better, but Mahomes is just too good. Chargers were my Super Bowl pick last year. Yeah, yeah. They got embarrassed by the Patriots. I have no idea how that happened. They got demolished. Yeah, I was to that on the radio. So. They just didn't play. If I remember right, I remember thinking that they didn't play aggressive enough. They were just playing super conservative. Yeah, that's kind of their whole defensive mantra last year. Just throw seven DBs on the field and everyone just gang tackle. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they clearly didn't do that against the Patriots. Um, yeah, if you play zone yeah. against the Patriots, Brady's just going to pick you apart. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we can start with the Chiefs since – since we all have them finishing first. Um, obviously, Kareem Hunt gone. Maybe people are making it a bigger deal than it actually is just because I feel like um, every time that they've had an injury at running back, even back to Jamal Charles, a guy will step up yep, and, agree. and play well. Um, so I'm not super worried about that. Uh-huh. Pick up Carlos Hyde. Which big fantasy pickup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very round guy. You said Carlos Hyde, your, your sleeper? Yeah, late round guy. I mean, because pe- so many people are high on Damian Williams, but, I mean, small sample size. He, didn't, he played a little bit towards the end. And if you're going to take that risk and take Damian Williams, you have to take Carlos Hyde. There yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. That that's would be smart. such a blow if Carlos Hyde just takes all the touches and you don't have yeah. him on your roster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean – Let's say, like last year, Royce Freeman. Everyone was hiring Royce Freeman. Like that happens. Royce, yeah, yeah. Royce and Philip. Um, any concern out wide? I mean, Tyreek obviously no. probably playing, even though he shouldn't be. In no, not at But besides, but behind that, it's a lot of unknown. Me cold hard. Yeah, Nicole Hardman is. Hard. I, I don't think he's there. Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, they're nasty, dude. That I have no. Their defense too. They. Built it up. Frank Clark, Terry Matthew, Alex okay. Okafor. Lost D Ford. Yeah. Justin Houston. Well, they would have been in the Super Bowl if it wasn't for D Ford. Oh, we forgot to mention, the Colts have Justin Houston right now. They pick him up? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll look that up. That would be a big pickup if they did. I believe they did. Even though he's – even though he's, yeah, they did. Justin Houston's on the Colts. Even though he's a little bit older. That's, I mean, that's good. That's, that's a good veteran to have in the locker room. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs are. You think? I, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think um, Chris Jones is gonna play at the elite level he did last year? Because he was like, he was like a top three interior defense last year. He was really nice. I don't. I mean, because that's if he doesn't play to that level like oh. he did. I, I mean, their defense could take a small step back to what was already, you know. He's only twenty five years old. He's in the prime of his career. So I mean. I think he'll probably almost play at that level. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think, I think he will too. I think he will too. It's hard to say with players that have like incredible seasons that they're going to take step forwards. But Chris Jones, it's yeah, it's not like he's a thirty-year-old veteran who 
had a great season. It's he's 25 entering his prime, so I think he'll be around the same level. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think they're going to be a middle of the pack defense and a top three offense. So that normally is a, is a system for success in the NFL. And Patrick Mahomes is just. I mean, maybe not statistics, what like statistically, but he's just going to get better and better the more years he plays in the NFL. The Chiefs Patriots. I don't know if you'd call it a rivalry, maybe a budding one, but it's going to be fun this year. Week 14 in New England. It's going to be cold. It's going to be yeah. fun. Oh, that week 14? Yeah. All right, so so just if we were throwing out a win total, what do we think the Chiefs are winning this year? They won 12 last year. I have them at 11 and 5. 11? 12 and 4. 12 and 4. Yeah, I think 11 or 12 is the right number. Yeah, I'd agree. And so let me ask you this. If – Patrick Mahomes goes down the preseason and Chad Henney starts all 16 games. What's their record? Do they get – depending on, like – If Chad Henney starts they break 500? I don't think so. I don't think I think that's how important Mahomes is. Dude, he is so good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so good. He's ridiculously good. And, and, and like, I, I've been doing, like, some QB tiers. Like, looking at his numbers compared to, like, everyone else, he finished first in every category, and it was, like, <laughs> It wasn't even close. Like Andrew Luck was a lot of times second. Like it was like Dude, he had eleven more touchdowns than everyone. Like, he yeah. had like he had arguably a better year. I mean, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are the only two quarterbacks to ever have a better season than, than Mahomes did last year. Putting if you put that into retrospect, and his first season, dude, yeah, like true. he's something special. He's something special. I agree with that. Um, okay, we can move on to the Chargers, who I think we all believe is the biggest challenger to the Chiefs. I, I, I want to pick the Chargers to win this division. I really do. I mean, they have a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. Um, I think the Melvin Ingram thing is huge into going to why I'm not going to pick the Chargers. Because I got, screwed la- I got screwed last year. The Melvin Gordon thing? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I got screwed last year with t- taking Le'Veon and – this is fantasy, obviously. He's really like, uh, like Le'Veon at least was making money, but Gordon uh, Gordon's yeah. Is <laughs> okay, okay, but this is the thing. This is the thing. I think, I think what he's asking for is too much. Um, I think obviously he's a top five running back in the league. Um, but I think what he's asking for is too much. And if there was a way to just like give him more than what he's making now. But like less than what he's asking for on like a one or two year deal, then maybe. But I mean, he's only gone over a thousand yards one time in his career. Like he's not. Last year was the only year he's averaged more than four yards a carry. Dude, he just has done to earn like fourteen million a year. Run behind screens, I guess. Like where he doesn't get touched until like twenty yards down the field. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's worth the money. But when you look at a big picture. He means a lot to this Chargers team. That's why it's such like a, a conundrum. Well, know. dude, I mean, look how look how they that offense still did totally fine with Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, like, and I I'm really high on Austin Eckler. Yeah, like he's he's a he's a hard nosed runner. He's he's good out of the backfield. He can catch. I mean, yeah, in a PPR league. PPR, yeah, he's big PPR. Good. Even if because he could be the James Conner of this year. I mean, if you think about it. If Melvin Gordon sits out, yeah, I think it's more of a pass catching back, and but yeah, I I, I see where you're going with that. Um, and but I mean, we we got to talk about. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, their receiving core and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Travis Benjamin, uh, Hunter Henry, who will be healthy now. 
is is really good, but the defensive side of the ball is, I feel like, where they make their money. Uh-huh. And that's what lost them the AFC Divisional game against the Patriots. Uh-huh. If, that, if that group plays like they did in the regular season, I think this is a double-digit win team. Didn't they – who did you have? Was it Jerry Tillery? Was it the dude out of Notre Dame? Yep. Yeah, uh, Tillery. Yeah. He's, he's the one that – He's hurt too, right? He's a dude. T-Tag that was hurt too, right? I don't know. You're yeah. right. He's 22 years old. Damn. Yeah. They, um, Chargers have been building their O-line to, I think. Yeah. Phil still looks good. It doesn't really look like he's slowing up at all to me. I don't know if you guys agree with that. I agree. But I, agree. I, agree. I, agree. I, I definitely agree with that. He's still borderline top-tier quarterback, I think. Yeah. 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 So, they're they building their O-line, and uh, I, I I think whoever's running for him, it doesn't have to be Melvin Gordon. Sorry to sort of bring us back a step, but – Whoever's running for him doesn't have to. And I think they know that. Yeah. I think they know that. And they also drafted uh, Nasir Adderley out of Delaware. Oh, yeah. 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 They have a really good defense. Um, A lot lot of big names and a lot. I mean, I think Derwin James, Parker, you may may argue this because you're boy Jamal, but I think Derwin James is the best safety in the league. See? Definitely, I, I think it's him and Jamal right now. Yeah, I think him and Jamal. We'll see, we'll see how Earl, Earl Thomas plays this year. Yeah, Earl Thomas is getting a little old. Kevin Byer, everyone always sleeps on Kevin Byer. Um, we didn't mention him. Highest right. paid. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just got paid. Um, yeah. What about maybe Jabril Pepper? <laughs> I hope. I hope. Um, all right, so rounding out the AFC West, we got the Broncos and Raiders. Um Let's just start with the Raiders because I think it's a more fun team to talk about. Obviously, they're on hard knocks. <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> Obviously, they're on hard knocks. Uh, John Gruden in the fold, AB, Ronald Ali, tears. But um, what do you have them going this year? I think. Okay, I'm a huge Derek Carr believer. Neither, you are. Aren't. I am. I'm not. You're not. I'm not. What? Well, I, I, I think was it I think he's far overpaid. Way overpaid. I think he's a little overpaid, but I think everyone has just crapped on in the past two seasons, kind of rightfully so. Well, but, he's had the O line. I mean, I maybe he's had the tools. I'm a. I'm a. Yeah, he didn't. Okay, so last year was really frustrating. Is he? Or I did. Did they have Crabtree last year? No, I don't think they did. Or didn't they cut him? They cut him sometime? Yeah, I, I, don't, I forget exactly. But the, the past two seasons, he really didn't use Amari Cooper and Crabtree like they should have been used. Like, that was a pretty solid one-two tandem. Yeah, yeah it was. It was like – it was. It got frustrating. What happened? Like, <laughs> yeah, it got frustrating at times. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you still if you, look at the, if you look at the numbers, take away the record at 4-12 and 12 last year, Carr completed the ball to 69% clip, which is top five in the league, threw for over 4,000 yards. Interception rate was the second lowest of his career at 1.8. You know who also had a really high completion percentage last year? Eli Manning. Eli Manning. But Carr threw for 4,000 with a low um, interception. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, this is but you could also could go either way. I you really could also it. make the argument as, like, garbage time. You know? Yeah, you could make that argument, yeah. Eli's argument is he throws the ball three yards down the field. So, I mean, it's pretty easy to complete passes. Uh, Are you guys in or out on Josh Jacobs? He's going to get the touches, like I was saying. Uh, I'm I'm in because he hasn't been bruised like like some of these other running backs. 
Yeah, I'm, I think I'm in just because of the the touches and lack of competition behind him. Yeah, Doug Martin. Doug Martin getting slept on. I'm so sleepy. Like, you cannot so wake sleepy. me up for Doug Martin. <laughs> you can, I like. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a coma. Yeah. But, and was it Tyrell Williams? How do you feel about Tyrell Williams? I oh, wasn't he on the Chargers. Yeah, I think he's good. I yeah, think he's Loki, good. Loki, Loki, fantasy sleeper. I think he'll be a nice uh, too. I've also heard that. Uh, um, seen on Twitter that Hunter Renfro is. A I was about player. to say that. Yeah, he's looking good. And it hurts wow. that uh, Jared Cook's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who's gonna be their starting tight end uh, right here? It says Darren Waller. I've never heard of Darren Waller. Anyone? Anyone? Hot take on Darren Waller? Maybe, maybe my boy Luke Wilson. Oh, Luke. they have Luke Wilson? Yeah. Wasn't he on the, the Lions? Yeah, he was, he was on the Lions last year, I believe. Huh. Yeah, okay. Maybe, yeah, tight end might not be their strong point. But, um, yeah, I think offense is interesting. I think, a, I mean, AB is obviously going to get a lot of volume. And because I believe in Carr, I also like kind of like AB for the same reason. Um, I don't like him as a person, but I like him as a, as a player and receiver. Yeah, and he has a, he has that foot problem. And did you hear the report today that like they haven't heard anything from him? He's just like kind of gone cold turkey with the organization. Yeah, he's just gonna show up. Really? So, <laughs> I don't know. He got well. He got frostbite on his foot. You hear about that? I saw like his like weird calluses on his yeah, foot. Yeah, it's frostbite from a cryo. Therapy. Oh, I was like, how do you get frostbite? Yeah, where the fucking in France or Dude, what? <laughs> I don't know. I I, sometimes I hear about injuries like that, and I'm like, dude, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> Where yeah. are the fucking booties? You deserve it. You deserve that. Dude, I I just – that's why I can't draft him. Like, as a fantasy as a fantasy owner, I just can't draft someone like that. Yeah. Even though he puts up numbers like that, like, I just that just irritates me. I don't fantasy know. Fantasy governor. Yeah. Fantasy governor. 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 All right. Um, Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be full. Oh, that's why they're going to be fun to watch on Hard Knocks. Um, they had Brogan Roback at one point. He's <laughs> not there anymore. I think they got rid of him, but that would be. They have Peterman. They have Peterman. They, yeah. They, have, yeah. they, they also Lincoln. have Vontez Perfect. Yeah. yeah no, oh, shit. about the hat. Like, I hate that guy. <laughs> Fuck you, Vontez. Yeah. Him and Incognito are going to get along really well. Yeah, they just bully really everyone, cool. like in the locker room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is good. That is, that's, yeah, well, I, I say I don't think I don't, I don't see the Raiders winning more than six games. I have them at eight and eight. Eight and eight. They're four and twelve last year. Yeah, I can see around. I was gonna say like seven to nine. Seven to nine. All right. Yeah. Um. What well, do you think they're gonna for the Raiders? I'm gonna go six and ten. Six and ten. I I think I'm right around the six or seven win mark. You think they're gonna be better or worse than the Broncos? What? I want to say better. I think just, they're gonna be better. But the Broncos defense is just yeah so cold. It's it's too nice. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll, second year like on paper, I think the Raiders have a better team, but I think they're very dysfunctional in their organization, and I do not like John Gruden at all. And I think the I think is Joe Flacco healthy? Yeah, he's yeah. healthy. I, th- I think Joe Flacco will be able to win six or seven games. I don't think the Raiders yeah. are gonna win seven. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll probably be right around the same win total. Yeah. What's uh, your beef with Gruden? I just I just don't think he's a good coach at all. Fair uh, um, I I think it's a weird pick picking Noah Fant. Yeah, but I yeah. I wanted to pick Noah Fant as a Patriots fan. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. Fan. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, like, I I guess the Giants drafted a tight end this high. But I don't like drafting tight ends this high. Like, if yeah, you look back at it, like, when does it work out? Like, Eric, like uh, Ebron got drafted. Vernon Davis. That's stretching way back. <laughs> <laughs> Way back, but still, he, he did get drafted. He, he was like a top five pick. He, he was top ten at least. Yeah, um, but, I guess OJ Howard and Ingram are, are good players for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm just not I'm not completely sold on Noah Fan. I think he has yeah. a lot of developing to do. I'm pretty sure he's still relatively young. Yeah, he's, did, he's 21. Who did TJ Hawkinson get picked before? The Lions. Yeah, yeah. Who like? Who got picked right after him? I'm looking at it right now. Uh, he They're went like, seven. Oh, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver went after him. Like, yeah, that's, that's a tough sell to your fan base. Yeah, Ed Oliver turns out to be something nice. And I know they have snacks, but like, Ed Oliver's a special player, I think. You just yeah. have to TJ Hawkinson. Um, their their Phil- interior defensive line is already good as is. So Yeah, yeah. You think Philip uh, Lindsay step forward or step back or maintain? I think Royce Freeman, I think. Might take a step forward and still Philip Lindsay might you know, still stay ahead of him, take a small step back. But I, I'm really high on Royce Freeman. Yeah, he was supposed to be the guy last year. I mean, he didn't have a terrible year. Just when Lindsay came in and balled yeah, out, there was nothing yeah, you could really. Well, and the O line just got better. They got. I'm really high on Dalton Reisner. Yeah, Dalton Reisner was a beast. Drafted him. I'm surprised we haven't talked about this, but what are our feelings on Drew Locke? He needs to develop. I think he. I like him though. I think that was a good pick. The Broncos, especially. I like him because, like, he has, like, that no-care attitude where he just slings the ball. And, he like, it's, it's going to result in some errant throws and some bad interceptions. But he, he erases it pretty quickly, and he's just a gunslinger. Um, I don't know if I'm sold on him being, like, one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the league and a starting quarterback. But I, I like to pick in the mid-second round. I think he has a chance. That's why I also like them getting Joe Flacco because give him a year, year and a half to develop, and then maybe you'll have something special. Um, they also just picked up Theo Riddick. Who, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, that's. I think a few uh, years ago he was, he was balling out. Balling out yeah, I feel like hasn't really been the opportunity. I, I would just stay away from the Broncos, fantasy yeah. wise. I just yeah. I don't feel comfortable with anyone. I do like Kirtland Sutton though. Yeah, yeah I like Kirtland Sutton a lot. Their defense too. I think their defense could up could put up some points. Chris Harris, Von Miller, both so nice. Bradley Chubb. Chubb, yeah. And uh, yeah, who did? Didn't they just draft someone? Oh no, Jonathan Abram on the on the Raiders. But yeah, no, I think their defense could be good too. Um, oh, and they got Kareem Jackson too. Oh, and and Sue was it Sua Cravens? Is that how you say his name? He was on the. He was a second round pick, but he was like hurt. I'm pretty sure he was on the Redskins. They just got him, see how he turns out. But, yeah. I, I, yeah, they yeah. definitely have talent on that side of the ball. Yeah. Um, all right, so we – anything else on the AFC West? I guess let's just go through final standings. I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably go Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. That's what I have. I put the Broncos in front of the Raiders. Bro. Yeah, same. But that was – it seems like things don't they happen. They could go either way. They really could. could go either way. Yeah. Um. All right, so that was our uh, – we just went through the AFC, AFC preview. Um, any, anyone have anything to wrap, wrap it up with the AFC? I mean, hot, hot early playoff predictions. Yeah, I think uh, we should do that. I think, I think 
I'll go ahead. I think for the wild card, at least, it's going to be the Texans with the Chargers. Chargers being the first seed in the Texans. Okay. Um, I'm going to say there's only going to be one team out of the AFC North that gets out. Okay. Because yeah. I think they're all going to be around 10, 9, 7, 10, and 6. And then Patriots are probably going to make the AFC Championship, probably will go to the Super Bowl, and will just be in literal clockwork. <laughs> I'm with you on the wild card teams in the standings. Chargers, Texans, one and two. I like the Colts. I'm a Colts believer. Um, I would like to see a Colts Patriots AFC Championship. I also like the Chargers a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I don't think the Chiefs will be there. It's hard to pick against right. the Patriots, but I will, and I'm going to say Andrew Luck gets the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Yep. That was my that was my early pick, but right. could be no words. But that was my early pick too. I think. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I think he's at his peak. I think he just at his peak of his career. This is this is his time to shine. I mean. and, and what's the interesting stat that like we 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 it's hard to take account of, but I believe like half the teams that made the playoffs don't make it the next year, which is an absolutely yeah, insane is, stat. It is an insane stat. Because the NFL, dude, the rosters turn over so much, and like with injuries, it's just so volatile. Like right now, we have two teams. We we have the Browns who didn't make it last year. And I think every every other team that we mentioned was in it last year. So probably like two two of those other teams. Won't My Jags. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Jags will sneak in there. We'll, we'll we'll save this tape for January. Yeah, for real, bro. I mean. Come on, dude! I'm not sleeping on the Jags, dude. I remember uh, two two years ago. Do you remember Dobbs? This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years ago, when we were on the radio at CSU and we were going through all the divisions, Dobbs was like, "This is the coming off the Jeff Fisher, Jared Goff year with the Rams." He was like, "I like the Rams," and everyone was kind of like, "That was a hot take." And then they went 11 and five, made the playoffs. So I could, I mean, I could. I'm not climbing. You could easily see the Jags doing something just because, like Parker said. There's so much like turnover, and, and there's not as much. No one is, no one is looking at the Jags like they did last year. Like, yeah, they don't have a target on their back. Yeah, exactly. And Bouye, I mean, Bouye and Ramsey didn't play as well as the year before. I mean, Ramsey especially, but I think he takes step forward this year. This from Jay Denny is step forward. A step oh. forward. Is that what I have been saying a lot? I feel like I've been saying a lot. Uh, Ron, what you got? What do you? I mean, we know who you're going to send to the Super Bowl. Who do you have as your wild card team? Um, I like the Texans actually as a as a wild card pick. Um, maybe another team from the AFC North. Steelers, maybe sneak in. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think they're going to win the division. So I'm with you on that. Well, yeah, I mean, great, great, great take, great take. Yeah, great. you think the Steelers? Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I think. I think they're going to win the North. I'm not on the Steelers. So, so if give me the, this is another take to see. Um, if you think the Steelers go like seven and nine, six and ten, you know, barely miss the playoffs, you think Mike Tomlin's in the hot seat or no? I think he is. I think Tomlin's going to be out when Ben's out. I think they're going to be like synonymous. That they're Same with Brady and Belichick. Yeah, I think I think I think. Bel- I don't know about, I don't know about that. that That's my take. That's my you take. Think That's Bel- what you want to happen. That's what. That's you what I want. That's what I want, and hopefully, yeah. 
Dude, he's gonna play until he's like fifty-two. So I, I, mean, I, I honestly, three years. I think he's done. I, I think he's honestly. I I think I think he's done after this year. And that contract move was just a just a free space up for this year. They got like four and a half million in cap, and just like so, no one's gonna expect it. They're like, oh, Brady signed. He's signed through twenty twenty one, and he's just gonna retire. He's definitely gonna go out on a Super Bowl. Yeah, especially if they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's about this year. Happens every year. They're like, oh, another Super Bowl. Like, yeah, gonna yeah, go out. Yeah. Well, maybe the seventh is is, is this one one. Is he just gonna go for ten? He's gotta go for ten. Good number. Good round number. Good round number. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. So we just previewed uh, the AFC. Got this far. Kudos to you. Born to Jackasses. Just topped it up on the mic. Um, yeah. So uh, the plan is to do a podcast once a week during the season. Uh, we'll be trying to implement some college. I don't know if we're going to do a separate podcast, but. Um, yeah, we're going to be definitely talking NFL. Um, NFC preview should be coming out sometime next week. Um, yeah, any 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 hot takes? Anyone have anything else to say? No. Nope. Excited to be here. Just happy to be here. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. All right. All right. Football season, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yes. Let's sure. go. Let's go. All right. The juices are flowing. We'll catch you next week.